<clears throat> good evening, good evening, good evening, folks. Hope everybody's having a good night. Um, I wanted to come on because the Lord, as we know, this World War Three is about to break out. Let me give you a little quick rundown of what's happening in the world. Okay, you have Ukraine and Russia that they have all their stuff in place. You have the United States sending ships. Uh, you have Europe uh, nations, NATO stepping in. We hear the threats about nuclear war. You have Russia, China, Iran, North Korea. They're all test firing missiles. You have Russia has a big, huge base set up in Antarctica. They've been flying over airplanes over our airspace. They also have Taiwan surrounded. China has Taiwan surrounded. Several, over 200 ships. They've been flying over Taiwan in attack formation. The Philippines, the United States, Japan are also being uh, directed and baited into that one. Then you have China who made a pact, a 25-year pact with Iran. So they're sending China troops in, ultimately trying to remove the United States. Then you have Turkey, who's playing both sides of the fence. Russia's threatening Turkey. Turkey, Turkey just met with Ukraine. Russia threatened Turkey to not let uh, United States ships into the Black Sea, and they did. Um, and then Erdogan come out, but uh, Erdogan's playing the field, playing both sides is what's going on. And once again, you have... Over 200,000 Chinese troops in Canada on the northwest border right off of the coast right there on that little island. I don't know what it's called in between Alaska and the northwestern United States. And you have thousands on the southern border in Mexico. That's a little rundown. I, clearly, I can't post all the articles to show you this, but I've been doing live stuff. It's getting lit. This war will happen. This war will happen. Um, And a lot of people just, they don't believe it. The media is not showing it to you. Everything is unraveling fast. Bible prophecy is unfolding before our eyes. And I'm actually excited, like I said, because... After all these years, 2,000 plus years or whatever, the Lord is coming. See, Bible prophecy wasn't understood back then like it is now because in the book of Daniel, he says, seal up the book till the end. And the seals are all broken. We're getting the, the great tribulation will happen this year. If you go read Psalms 90, Psalms 90, a generation is 80 years. A generation is 80 years. 1948, when Jerusalem became a nation, you go to 2028, that's an 80-year generation. We are the last generation, the millennial generation. If you back it up, seven years, Jacob's trouble, Israel, the land of Israel, Jacob's trouble about the Jews, not all of them, some of them are saved, but a lot of them that have turned their back on Jesus Christ, that's what the, the seven-year tribulation is about. So you back it up seven years from 2028, you come to 2021 this year. I know a lot of you know about the rapture, a lot don't. A lot don't believe in it because the word rapture is not in the Bible. But Bible's not in the Bible, Christianity's not in the Bible, and neither is the word Trinity, but we all know what it is. There's several verses in the Bible 
You can go to Thessalonians talking about the catching away, the snatching up, and the blink of an eye at the sound of the last trumpet. My, from what the Lord showed me, this war, there's two wars. There's Gog and Magog war who people tried to say that was the last battle at the Armageddon. It is not the battle of Armageddon. It is the war, World War III, that's about to break out. Psalms 83 is the battle that happens at the battle of Armageddon. Two separate events. The, the, the battle of Gog and Magog, the destruction of Gog. Uh, <clears throat> Magog, that is this war that is about to break out. I've deep dived this the last two days. Uh, I also want to tell you last night, the Lord put me on this because of all this World War stuff that's happening. People are like, well, is it going to happen? It's going to happen. They've sent, there's hundreds of thousands of troops on the Ukraine border. Paratroopers are going in. All this stuff is popping off. Putin's about to make a speech to his nation. They've set up war rooms. This will happen. Not because of what's, what I'm seeing, because of what the word of God says. We follow the word of God. Okay? And then last night I was praying. Last night I was praying. I was deep diving, breaking words down so I could, so I could put this out to you guys. Um, get, asking the Lord for more confirmation. More confirmation that I was on the right path. Okay? Then, in the middle of the night, last night, this it was probably early this morning, about 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning, my wife wakes me up. My wife wakes me up, and I'm not, I can't put out, I don't know every little detail she recorded it, but I'm going to kind of skim through it. She woke up last night, and she told me she had a dream. And she had a dream about China, Chinese, and Russia troops attacking the United States, bombs being dropped all over the place, and paratroopers being dropped over the United States. This is the dream she had last night after I prayed reading Ezekiel 38:39 after the Lord put it on me, praying for more confirmation and he gave my wife a dream literally. She didn't even know what I prayed about. She was already in bed and she had this dream. Crazy part is, I just met another sister in Christ um, on Facebook who's come to know the Lord. And she just had a dream on April 8th. That is further confirmation. We have never even spoken. I just spoke to her. Further confirmation about a war that's about to happen. And this is not the first time that a discussion I've heard from others talking about they saw the United States being bombed and attacked by Russia and Chinese troops. This will happen, folks. This is about to happen. And I'm going to show you how this is going to trigger the rapture. We're not looking for a date. We're looking for a war. And this is the war that's about to break out that's going to trigger the rapture because God says, I do not appoint my children to wrath. And he wants to snatch us out in the blink of an eye because he wants to show the world that he's God and he wants to wake up his Jewish people that are going to go through the seven-year great tribulation. I also tell people in here, it'll talk about a six, seven-month window of war in the book of Esther. 
In the book of Esther, it talks about being in heaven for about six months, 180 days, being shown the kingdom, being shown our inheritance, then sitting down for a one-week feast, which is a seven-year tribulation. Time is different in heaven. It's eternity. Okay, I will show you in Ezekiel 38, 39, where it talks about this six, seven months of war. And then the Antichrist will show up on the scene. Daniel's 70th week after this war, he'll sign a peace agreement claiming to have all the answers. The Antichrist, who is Barack Obama, spoken in Judges. The eighth king in Revelation 17, who is of the seven. They're U.S. presidents that started with Ronald Reagan because they signed the Noahide laws. We're going back to the Old Testament days, which means you go back under the law. And God's being removed. God's remnant is being removed. And basically, they become your God. Chrislam is combining. This is secular. This is the Jewish Shabbat with the Muslim Brotherhood. It's funny that a false Messiah just showed up in Israel. He's not the real Messiah. Uh, The son of a guy named David, I don't know a lot about him, but he's Muslim and Jewish. Supposedly he's 35, knows the Talmud. They've been kissing him, following him around. There's a video on this. He's not the real Messiah because we know Jesus Christ is, but it's amazing to see Bible prophecy But it's funny that he's a Muslim and the Antichrist Obama is an Egyptian and a Muslim descent. Go look at Akhenon, a picture of Akhenon, the Egyptian, when they used to eat children. He looks just like him. In the book of Judges, it talks about Deborah O. Deborah. That is a depiction of Kamala Harris, Barack Obama, a military general, an Egyptian descent. Barack Obama is the Antichrist. He cannot come physically on the scene till after the war. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a rundown real quick. There's so much to do. I'm going to start reading Ezekiel 38. I'm going to deep dive it as much as I can and quickly as I can. This is the war that is about to break out that's going to initiate the rapture. And then you have Psalms 83 war that happens at the Battle of Armageddon when we come back with the Lord and they try to uh, basically come against God's saints and the land of Israel and all that. So here we go, the destruction of Gog, okay? First of all, Gog, uh, people always, whenever I I listen to other people do the teachings on this, they had a lot of stuff wrong, and I had a lot of stuff wrong. I never did a teaching on this, but the Lord really helped me deep dive this. I want you to know Babylon, Mystery Babylon, or Babylon is the United States. It's a part of the Roman Empire. It's rising again. It's Babylon, spiritual Babylon, okay? Gog, it says the destruction of Gog, the invader of the Israelites, Babylon, USA, led attack against God's people, the Israelites' enemy. So basically, I keep telling people, we don't have a United States anymore. It is a corporation. China owns the United States, okay? They want to come and attack and kill the people. This is about the elimination of God's people, That's why these vaccines is a mass genocide. Coronavirus. Corona means crown. They had to doctor up the numbers and put everything COVID, paying off doctors, hospitals, till they could get the vaccine in people. The vaccine's what's killing people. They lied about a pandemic. This is about eliminating God's people 
We are the coronavirus to them. Just so you know, this is about eliminating God's people because they don't want God in this world. That's why they're taking God out of it. So we are the coronavirus and they want to put the death shot in us. So we die. And they're doing that to people at their own free will right now. You have free will. It changes your DNA. This, the DNA that God gave you, it changes it and it separates you from God. So Gog is Babylon. This war that is being set up is all being set up to destroy the United States and take us out. It's all going to come to the world. Judgment's coming to the world. But this, God has given the United States everything, our whole lives. We've been blessed, right? Well, when you continue, when you take God out of the country, destruction is coming. People think the United States is going to be spared from this. I heard a guy say, oh, the United States is just going to fall off and governor itself and there's not going to be any persecution. Are you kidding me? Yes, there is because it talks about people being martyred during the Great Tribulation. Nobody will be spared from this. But the United States is and will and is about to be taken out. So it says, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog and the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, prophesy against him. Meshach and Tubal is Turkey. Is Turkey. And then it says, And say, Thus say the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, Babylon, and chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. And I will turn thee back. I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaw. And I will bring thee forth. What's happening? Our allies are being set up to be attacked. And they're drawing us into a conflict. God's putting hooks in the jaw. He's, draw, he's bringing us forth into a conflict so we can be attacked here. What a great way to be invaded after drawing the United States in to these other places, right? Setting us up for an evasion here. He says, I will bring thee forth and all thy horses and horsemen and all of them clothed. All of them clothed. With all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia is Iran. It says Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them. All of them with shield and helmet. Troops. Persia is Iran. Ethiopia and Libya is North Africa. Um, it says, verse 6, Gomer... And all his bands, the house of Tagarma, T-O-G-A-R-M-A-H, Gomer, um, hold on a second, Gomer is northern Iraq, these are all places that are going to break out into war, and all his bands, ban is a, a restrainer, a cord, confinement, okay, all of his bands in the house of Tagarma, of the north Quarters and all of his bands and many people with thee. Nord Nord uh, notice it says North Quarters. Okay, everybody assumes that's Russia, and they don't think they don't think about north of us. I keep telling you about the troops that are up there. The troops, okay? That is a direction. That's north of us. We're gonna have troops flood in. Yes, Russia's in the north, but they're in the east, the kings of the east. Uh Tagarma. Tagorma, T-O-G-R, 
M-A-H, um, is Armenia, okay, Armenia, verse 7, be thou prepared, be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them, so the Lord's bringing them against Babylon, we're in Babylon, but God's going to take us out of here, he's bringing it against Babylon, because they're trying to take us out, and they're doing this, this mass genocide, right, and he says, be a guard unto them, be watchmen, warn the people about the sword that's coming, verse 8, after many days thou shalt be visited in the latter years. The Lord talks about the former and the latter. The latter years and the end times. Thou shalt come into the land that is brought back. Brought back from the sword. And is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel. Remember, we are Israelites. You have the land of Israel and you have spiritual Israel. We are spiritual Israel. The Israelites which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations, brought forth, we will be brought forth from all the four corners of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. There's his reassurance right there. Listen, he says he's going to bring us all forth from the four corners, from all the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Verse 9, thou, listen, listen, verse 9, Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land. This is the Lord talking. Listen, thou shalt ascend and come like a storm. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land. Thou and all thy bands and many people with thee. Okay, he's, he's sending them like a cloud like a storm, they're coming. They're coming with many people, many uh, soldiers, they're coming. Verse 10, Thus saith the Lord God, It shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into mine, and thou shalt think an evil thought. Verse 11, And thou shalt say, I will go up to the land on unwailed villages. Of unwelled villages, not surrounded or fortified or supported, its tents, habitations, and open country. I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. So they're all, people are all, all thinking everything's going to go back to normal. They're thinking uh, stuff, you know, restrictions are starting to lift, peace and safety, a false sense of hope, right? Nobody, everybody is going to be caught off guard. When he says a remnant, he talks about a very small few. A lot of people have no idea that this is coming because they won't listen. They won't go look up stuff for themselves. The news is not telling you about this stuff. So this is going to catch a lot of people off guard. Verse 12, and he says, to take a spoil, to take a prey and to turn He's going to turn thy hand, he's going to turn his hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited and upon the people that are gathered out of all the nations which have gotten cattle and goods and dwell in the midst of the land. So everybody's getting comfortable again, right? Everybody thinks stuff is going to change, right? They keep telling people everything's going to change. Everything's going to go back to normal. And everybody's going to be caught off guard with this war that's about to happen. The only people that are paying attention to this war 
And looking are children of God, the children of God. Verse 13, it talks about Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish and all the young lions thereof shall say unto thee, Are thou come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered thy company to take a prey? To take away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take a great spoil. Sheba and Dedan is districts of Arabia and British power is the young lions. So basically like allies of the United States. They're going to see this stuff. They're going to say something. They're going to say, are thou art come to take spoil? Hast thou gathered thy company to take prey and carry away silver and gold to take away cattle and goods to take great spoil? The United States does a lot of trading with a lot of countries we've been like just a huge and all that's being taken away and it's going to be taken away god's judgment against gog god's judgment against gog verse 14 and therefore son of man prophesy and say unto gog babylon the united states thus saith the lord god in that day in that day when my people of israel remember you have the land israel and you have spiritual israel we are israelites so he says, in that day when my people of Israel, they always think that this is directed at Israel, the land. That's for Jacob's trouble. That's during the great tribulation. This is talking about the remnant, the spiritual Israelites. So it says, therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto God, thus saith the Lord God in that day when my people of Israel dwell safely. Shalt thou know it? Shall thou know it? What's coming? Are they going to know what's coming? 15, and thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts. This is talking about north of the United States, the Chinese troops. Yes, Russia is coming too. They are in the north, but they are, they are in the east. They are coming too, okay? But he, when he says north parts, it means north of the United States. I told you there's Chinese troops all over that place. There's video of this. I've vetted this several times. They've been there. They've been there since 2020. Canada has signed some bogus thing with them to allow them there. And they are on the Mexican border. They are waiting to invade us. It says, Thou and many people will thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company and a mighty army. I told everybody there's over 200,000 Chinese troops and they're super soldiers. They have been doing CRISPR. Uh, doing transhuman, turning them into super soldiers. And it's very gruesome what it talks about that's going to happen in the Bible. These people don't have a moral compass anymore. It's been removed. They're like robots. When they put out movies about the Terminators and all that, they're literally telling you what they're going to do. China has done some evil stuff. Uh, that's another story. Verse 15, And thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts. Thou... And many people with thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company and a mighty army. 16. And thou shalt come up against my people. That's the Lord saying, come up against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days. I will bring thee against my land. So he's doing it. That the heathen may know me. He's going to do something drastic so they know I'm God and I'm in control here. He says, when I shall be sanctifying thee, O God, before their eyes. He's going to sanctify in us himself before Babylon in the world, before their eyes. Thus saith the Lord God, art thou he 
of whom I have spoken in old time by my servants, the prophets of Israel, which prophesied in those days many years that I will bring thee against them. This has been prophesied years and years and years ago about this coming. And he's sending out many messengers right now, day in and day out, telling people this is coming. But they've gotten lazy, they've fallen away, they never had a relationship, and they deny his power. They don't really know the word of God or they would know. They would seek this out. All the answers you need is in the Bible. This is coming. This is going to happen. It's getting ready to happen. I keep telling people this is the year and we are in the season off of Psalms 90. It is coming. This war is going to initiate the rapture. Not a date. The war. He's going to snatch us out in the blink of an eye. 19. Okay. Or I'm sorry. Let me go back. He says 18. Listen. And it shall come to pass at the same time when Gog, Babylon, shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face. For in my jealousy and the fire of my wrath, I have spoken. Surely in that day, in that day that they come upon God's people, in that day, his fire, his wrath, because he's a jealous, loving God, and there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. So all around the world, in the land of Israel, because he wants his Jews that are asleep to know that he is God and he has come. So that the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the field and all the creeping things that creep upon the earth and all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake, shall shake at my presence and the mountains shall be thrown down and the steep places shall fall and every wall shall fall to the ground. And I will call for a sword. The Lord says, I come to the world to bring a sword, not peace. The Lord says, I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains, saith the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. This is a civil war. I told people what happened last summer with the cities breaking out and all that stuff. This is going to happen again. The cities will burn. It won't stop this time. Civil war is going to break out. They're trying to take the guns, right? Civil war will break out. It talks about it right here in verse 21 of Ezekiel 38. Verse 22, it says, And I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood, and I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon many people that are with him an overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstones. And great hailstones, fires, and brimstones. That's nukes and missiles. We're going to be bombed. The United States is going to be bombed with missiles and nukes. 23. Go read up what the seven vows, the bold judgments are. Talking about uh, the first bowl being pulled out and sores and people's skin rotting off. Uh, the CDC is zombie apocalypse preparedness. That's not a joke. That's what is about to happen when it's bold judgments are poured out. Anybody who's taken that vaccine too, that's alive. 23, thus will I magnify, the Lord saying this, thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself and I will be known in the eyes of many nations. In that day, he's going to be known 
in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord God. A war, a war is going to break out, and they will know that He is Lord God because He's coming to scoop up His remnant and take them out of here because He promises that. He promises that, and His promises and His word does not return void. 39, Ezekiel 39, Gog, Babylon, shall be destroyed. They all want to say that's Russia. It's Babylon. Therefore, Russia's coming. Therefore, thou son of man, prophesy against Gog, and say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. That can also be a demonic spirit, unclean spirits. Okay? That's also another depiction of that. Also, um, Tubal, hold on, Tubal um, is also the table of nations. Go read Genesis 10. It talks about the son of Japheth, who was the son of Noah and the descendants of Cain. Meshach also means drawn by force. Genesis 10.2 and 1 Chronicles 1.5, the sixth son of Japheth. It's Turkey or it's foreigners and barbarians. Okay, these are the different meanings of what Tubal and Meshach means. Go look up. You can look up what the table of nations is now. This says it's going back to the days of Noah. In the last days will be like the days of Noah when the flood came, right? It'll be the same thing. And then it says, verse 2, I will turn thee back. Listen to this closely. I will turn thee back and leave but the sixth part of thee. What is it talking about right there? He says, I will turn back and leave. God said, I will turn back and leave. A sixth part of thee. That means strike thee with six plagues. Namely, pestilence, blood, overflowing rain, hailstones, fire, and brimstone. Ezekiel 38.22. Okay? He says, I will smite thy bow. That's an instrument of war. Out of thy left hand, and I will cause thy arrows to fall out of thy right. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel and all thy bands and the people that is with thee. I will give thee unto the ravenous birds of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. Verse 5. Thou shalt fall upon the open field. What is an open field? It means to test your faith because something drastic is going to change. So he's saying, Thou shalt fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. Six, I, he's saying, I will send fire on Magog and among them that dwell carelessly in the isles, dry land. And they shall know that I am Lord. He's making it very clearly what's going to happen, this war's coming, and that he's bringing it. He's bringing the judgment, okay? He's bringing the judgment to everybody who's rebelling against him and doing evil. Not the people who are in God. Not the people that are in God. He says, I do not appoint my children to wrath. Let that encourage you. Verse 7, so I will make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel. My people Israel. We are Israelites. You have the land Israel, but we are all spiritually Israelites. And I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. He's not going to let it happen anymore. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. 
Verse 8, Behold, it is come, and it is done, saith the Lord God. Listen. Verse 8, this is Israel's victory. Behold, it is come, and it is done, saith the Lord God. This is the day where I have spoken. And they that dwell in the cities of Israel shall go forth, and shall set on fire and burn the weapons. They're trying to come after the weapons, right? Both the shields and the bucklers and the bows and the arrows and the hand staves and the spears, and they shall burn them with fire seven years. The great tribulation is seven years. So you have a war breaking out. The church being raptured. He says all in the same day. And then verse 9 in Ezekiel 39 it clearly talks about the seven years. So the great tribulation starts. Verse 10. So that they shall take no wood out of the field, neither cut down any of the forest, for they shall burn the weapons with fire. They shall spoil those that spoiled them and rob those that robbed them, saith the Lord God. So verse 10. Complete lawlessness breaking out right here. Complete chaos. Complete Complete lawlessness. Verse 11. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will give unto Gog a place there of graves in Israel, the valley, the valley of passengers, the valley of passengers used for merchants, good travelers, trading shall cease. So a famine is going to break out. Okay, valley of passengers. He said, I'll give a grave of Israel and the valley of passengers on the east of the sea shall stop. And the noises of the passengers, no more trading, no more nothing. It's going to cease and there's going to be a great famine and they shall bury Gog and all his multitude. All his multitude. And they shall call it the valley of Haman or Haman, H-A-M-O. In Gog, which is slaughtered forces of Gog. And then here we go about this six to seven months of war. Okay, listen. He says, In seven months shall the house of Israel be burying of them that they may cleanse the land. I told told everybody if you go read chapter one, one through eight in the book of Esther, there is a hundred and eighty days that the body of Christ is in heaven, being shown the kingdom of God. Then you sit down for a one-week feast, which is the seven-year tribulation. And then we come back down with the Lord and touch down on the Mount of Olives. So in verse 12, it's talking about seven months. I said six to seven months. A war is going on. It says, shall the house of Israel be burning of them that they may cleanse the land? You, I mean, yes, all the people of the land shall bury them, bury them, and it shall be to them a renown the day that I shall be glorified, saith the Lord God. And they shall sever out men of continual employment. That means jobs will cease. Jobs will cease. It says he sever out men of continual employment passing through the land to bury, to bury the, with passengers those that remain upon. Listen, for those that remain upon the face of the earth. That means who's left. The remnant's gone. So whoever got left. He says, for those that remain upon the face of the earth to cleanse it after the end of the seven months shall they search. They're going to go out looking for people because people are going to be running for their lives during this war. No sleep, no rest, the Lord says. He's going to remove the restrainer, the Holy Spirit of God. That's the only thing holding us back. They won't have the Holy Spirit of God with them. 
That's why he says, you won't see me again. He says, I'm going to turn my face from them because they have been rejecting him. Verse 15, and the passengers that pass through the land, when any seeth a man's bones, then shall they be, he set up a sign by it till the barriers have buried it in the valley of Haman Gog. They said they're going to leave bodies unburied. They're going to just leave them and there'll be carcasses and the birds will be by it and eating the carcasses. Um, 16, and also the name of the city shall be Hamanoth. Thus, that's the valley of slaughter. Thus shall they cleanse the land. And thou, son of man, thus saith the Lord God, speak unto every feathered fowl and to every beast of the field. Assemble yourselves and come. Gather yourselves on every side to my sacrifice that I do sacrifice for you, even the great sacrifice upon the mountains of Israel that you may eat flesh and drink blood. This is all going to be back to physical stuff. This is not a joke. He's telling people what's going to happen during the great tribulation. Hell on earth. This is why he's trying to get people to wake up right now and believe that this is about to happen. Not what your feelings and your opinions tell you. Go deep dive what he's saying. This is going to happen and it's getting ready to happen. The war, it's all set. You just have to go look this stuff up. 18, he says, You shall eat the flesh of the mighty and drink the blood of the princes of the earth, of rams, of lambs, of goats, of bullocks, and all of the fatlings of Bashan. Right? That's ungodly men. 19, And you shall eat fat till you be full. And drink blood till you be drunken of my sacrifice, which I have sacrificed for you. Verse 20. Thus you shall be filled at my table with horses and chariots, with mighty men, and with all the men of war, saith the Lord God. 21. And I will set my glory among the heathen, and all the heathen shall see my judgment that I have executed, and my hand that I have laid upon them. 22, so the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord, their God, from that day and forward. He wants to wake up Israel, his Jews, and that's what he's going to do with this rapture. And they will know him, he says, as their Lord God from that day forward. And the heathen shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity because they rebelled against God. They continue to stay in worldly things. One foot in the world, one foot in God. He's not. He says, I come to separate. If you're a friend of the world, you're not a friend of mine. And if you rebel against me, you are not a child of God. The Jews have been looking for a man Messiah, not all of them. So because of that, that's what this great tribulation is about. Because when Jesus came, they wanted their kingdom then. And his own people literally hung him up on the cross. Jesus Christ already came, died, and rose. He is a spirit. One God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God. So after this happens, he's going to wake up his Jews and everybody else who's been lying and saying everything's about to turn around and all these false prophets and all that, they're going to wake up and, and they're going to have to labor and they're going to have to work. That's why God's grace should be sufficient enough. Believe. It says in 23, And the heathen shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity because they trespassed against me. Be Therefore hid I my face from them. He says, you will, not, you will not see me again until you confess that I'm Lord, Lord. He hid his face from them and gave them into the hands of their enemies. So fell they all by the sword. 
by the sword. People are going to die by the sword, being martyred for your faith. That's why this has been so important, and people want to keep, oh, I don't think it's going to happen this year. If you go read the Word of God, you'll know it's going to happen this year. This is not my opinion. This is what the Word of God says. And with this war breaking out, this 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 Ezekiel war, Gog and Magog, this is coming. We're in that season. I know it's hard to believe, but it's getting ready to happen. I have had plenty of confirmations. I stand firmly on this. Not looking for a date, looking for a war. Not looking for a date. Nobody will know the date or the hour, but you know the season. You know the season. 24, according to their uncleanness, listen to this. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions, have I done unto them and hid my face from them. Remember the Lord says you will reap what you have sown. What you have sown in this life will be manifested on, brought back onto you. What you do in this life, everything that happens on the inside is a manifestation on the outside in the physical realm. That's why all this stuff is going on around us because of our sins. Removing God from this world, He is bringing judgment. So whatever somebody's doing right now, continuing to rebel against God, staying in their uncleanness, their transgression, He's going to bring it right back on them, but worse. He's going to bring judgment on every one of them. Israel shall be restored. Verse 25, I'm almost finished. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Now will I bring again the captivity of Jacob. The seven-year tribulation, okay? He said, Now will I bring again the captivity of Jacob and have mercy. He's going to bring them under the scepter, the 42 months. A physical exodus will happen. I guess you want to say a revival. Everybody keeps talking about a revival is about to happen. It's already happening in the spirit. This is going to be a physical exodus that actually happens. He's going to take them somewhere and they're going to dwell safely. And have mercy upon the whole house of Israel and will be jealous for my holy name. Verse 26, after that they have borne their shame and all their trespasses whereby they have trespassed against me when they dwelt safely in their land and none made them afraid. They weren't afraid. They weren't afraid of God. They, everybody says God is a loving God and he is, but they forget that he's a wrathful, jealous God and he's not going to continue to put up with this stuff. When you... When you have one foot in the world, one foot in God, you deny his power. You're mocking him. You're literally putting him back upon the cross. And he says enough is enough. He's about to pull his hand. Verse 27. When I have brought them again from the people and gathered them, he's going to gather them out of their enemies' lands and am sanctified in them in the sight of many nations. People are going to be saved during the Great Tribulation. The ones that get raptured up and come back down in their glorious bodies are going to rule and reign the Millennial Kingdom with Christ over the Tribulation Saints. And it says, and there they're going to multiply the earth again and grow food, going back to Old Testament days. 28, then shall they know that I am Lord, that I am the Lord their God, which caused them to be led into captivity. He did it. The Lord's responsible for this, but He judges righteously. He gives you free will, and He's given us more and more and more chances continuously. And we've all got caught up in the ways of the world. I had to wake up in March of 2020. 28, Then shall they know that I am the Lord their God, which caused them to be led into captivity among the heathen. But I have gathered them unto their own land. Their own land. And have left none of them anymore there. He's going to protect them. 
Last verse, 29. Neither will I hide my face any more from them. For I have poured out my spirit upon the house of Israel, saith the Lord God. So, once again, folks, I hope, uh, I know I talk kind of fiery sometimes. I can't help the way the Holy Spirit leads me. Um, I, I'm just blessed to be a messenger. I, I Like I said, I used to be all bad things too. A sin is a sin. And I used to be blatantly in it, going to church one day a week. Boxing got up in a church. Only reading the Bible when I was in the church, letting the pastor be in control of my salvation, and then going back and doing whatever I wanted. Partying, drinking, pornography, everything that's bad. And I finally had enough in March of 2020, and I left my life in Florida to, to, to be a disciple. And it hasn't been all great like people think. Trials and tribulations have been, been thrown at me and my wife. We have contra traveled across the United States preaching Doing ministry in the streets to the lost. That's what the Lord has called me. Back to the ministry of Jesus Christ. When he came wrapped in flesh, swaddled in flesh, he became he was perfect. He became our sin. He went town to town, city to city, preaching the gospel. He was fishers of men and women. He didn't have a job. He didn't have a church building. He didn't have a car. He didn't have a place to lay his head. God is the tabernacle. He is the ark. He is our teacher. The Holy Spirit dwells in us when you get saved and leads us to righteousness and holiness. And you leave that lifestyle. There's a difference between staying in blatant sin and battling your flesh every day. It pulls against the will of God, but you don't have to give in to it. Pray. Armor up. Ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to reveal things to you. I humble myself every day because I was lost I prop up Jesus Christ on a pedestal, not myself. I'm just blessed to be a disciple and minister. He's my teacher. For too long, I've trusted man with my salvation. Preachers and pastors, ones that are blatantly promoting this vaccination. Are you kidding me? God didn't use needles. God healed the sick. He cast out demons. He's God Almighty, right? And he gives us an immune system. We need to get sick sometimes to heal. We need that sometimes. It builds up our immune system. Let God do what God can do. Step out. Let go of the worldly things. Because he's about to take it all. You can't serve two masters, he said. He said he's a jealous, loving God. And he wants you for himself because he loves you so much. Let go of those things and start. He's getting ready to come. He's coming. But let's save some souls. Let's lead some souls back to Christ. We're all in the boat. Remember, we're all in the boat. And the most important thing is that we know the gospel of Jesus Christ and we know our salvation, that we know we're saved. Bible prophecy and all that stuff, if people want to disagree, that's fine. But let's not throw anybody out of the boat because of that. We're all striving together. We're all the body of Christ. No tribe, tongue, no denomination. One body. God is the head cornerstone. We are all one. No Jew nor Gentile. All one. One body of Christ, Jesus Christ is the head. We're all children of God, brothers and sisters that are in Christ, that have a relationship. Religion is not a relationship. Having a form of godliness on the outside, but denying his power. Many, many will say, Lord, Lord, will not make it into the heaven. Not make it into the kingdom of God. The road is broad, but the gate is narrow. Many are called, are, many are called but few are chosen because they won't respond. You have to discern. Go into something with an open mind and then go back to Scripture. Pray about it and discern the Spirit. Just like what I teach you. Don't take my word for it. Take it back to Scripture. Read it. 
pray to God and help him to help you discern what's being said. God uses everybody differently. He uses me in, in certain ways. He uses you in certain ways. Everybody's special and everybody has something, spiritual gifts that the Lord's given them. He doesn't use us the same way, but we're all special. We're all a part of the body of Christ. Everybody has been called to certain things. I've been called to discipleship. I disciple in the streets during the day as I go. And then I teach at night on the podcast or on Facebook. I, I wait till the Lord speaks to me and then I step out in obedience and faith. And that's where the works comes in. Not doing works to just do it. But waiting for the Lord to speak, then you act in obedience and faith in Christ alone. Works, faith is dead without works, but you have to wait. He cares more about obedience, more about obedience than sacrifice. When he says be perfect, be perfect, don't sell yourself short. He wants to perfect your faith. He's the potter, we are the clay, he's continuing to mold us. He says, who's worthy of the call? I've predestined you for a time such as this. And when he throws trials and tribulations at you, he wants to see if you're going to rise. Are you going to rise to the occasion? Are you going to take it head on? Are you going to run? Are you going to complain? Remember, give the Lord glory for his trials and tribulations. He says, they hated me and they'll hate you. You'll be persecuted for my name. Blessed are those that are persecuted in the Lord's name. We don't care what anybody thinks. It's not you judging. It's the ones that are being hypocrites that are one foot in the world, one foot in God, pointing fingers at what other people are doing when they're in their blatant sin. But when you're living a life for the Lord and letting him guide your every step, provide for you, and you're putting his word out, just what his word, that's him judging through you. He says, stand on my word. It is written. He judges righteously through you. That's why you have to live a life for the Lord. You have to put the Lord first in everything that you do. You cannot deny Him. You can't be ashamed to speak His name. Tell people the good news. Tell them. Yes, we are to be watchmen. Ezekiel 33. Not every, I've been called to be a watchman. People always want to say, well, why are you always doing the news? Don't worry about it. The Lord has asked me to be a watchman. He says, tell the people about the sword that's coming. And then, so I put out facts with Bible scripture, but I always remind people, but watch what God is about to do. That's why I won't stop. That's why on Facebook, I do a lot of that. And just on here, I do Bible scripture, Bible prophecy, dreams, stuff like that. I'm going to continue to do what the Lord asked me to do, to be a watchman, Ezekiel 33, to warn the people about the sword that is going to come. Because if you don't, he requires blood your blood, and I have to stand before the judgment seat too and held accountable for everything that I do by myself. <laughs> so I'm going to do what the Lord's called me to do, whether somebody likes it or not. That's just that's just the way it is. Um, I give, I, I seek God's approval. I seek seek to make God happy. And uh, when I say I love you guys, I really do love you guys. Share, share, share these uh, podcasts. Hit the favorite button uh, if you want to. Uh, bring people here. Like I said, I'll minister to five. I'll minister to 20. It's not about likes. It's not about fame. It's about God being glorified and us being a living, breathing, walking testimony, being hearers, seers, and doers of the word. You will know a man by his fruit. Plant the seeds. Plant the seeds. God's rapture will happen, but we have to prepare ourselves. It will happen. 
But we need to lead souls back to Christ. And it's getting ready to happen. I know it's hard to fathom. Um, download. If you if you have other people that come here, share this. Uh, tell them to download Anchor. And go to Truth Frees Us 87. And then they hit the favorite button. Uh, God bless you guys. My wife recorded her dream that she had last night that I spoke of in the beginning. And then, like I said, I met another sister in Christ. Uh, and, I, and I hope she's listening. Because uh, that coincides with her dream. And that's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing to see God moving in people. If you go watch Jesus Christ is Coming on YouTube, people are putting out rapture dreams. The reason I'm telling you this is because that's not a coincidence. God is speaking to His children, His true remnant, the bride of Christ. And they know. They know that He's getting ready to come. So they're watching. He's going to come like a thief to other people. Because they don't even know him. He's going to catch them off guard. As I just read about this war that's about to happen. God bless you guys. I hope you guys have a great night. Let this encourage you. Because the worse it gets, the better. Because we know Jesus Christ is about to make an appearance. Remember, he does not appoint his children to wrath. The last four things. Rapture is not in the Bible. Trinity is not in the Bible. Christianity is not in the Bible. And the word Bible is not in the Bible. But we all know what it is. And there's several scriptures in the Bible about the rapture if you want to deep dive it so I can explain it to you better if you're still confused. Reach out to me on Facebook, message me, or you can email me at truthfreezeus87 at yahoo.com. My YouTube channel has been censored, but I have a couple other ones I'm about to upload on, uh, Rumble and IF Connect. So I'll get you guys those those links. So God bless you guys, man. I hope you have a good night and start seeking out this news so you guys know what's going on. Earthquakes, volcanoes, the border crisis, uh, massive weather. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on around the world and people have no idea. God says you know the weather and what's going to happen, but you can't discern the times of the seasons. That's why he calls them hypocrites in the Bible. So be encouraged, get excited, because <laughs> our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is coming. Good night, folks. I love you guys.